Welcome to the American Citizens Abroad podcast. I'm Michelle, and today I'll be speaking with Charles Bruce, chairman of ACA Sister Foundation, American Citizens Abroad Global Foundation, legal counsel of ACA, and one of the three co-editors of ACA's new tax directory. Before we get to the interview, Mary Louise Serrato, ACA's executive director, will give us an update on the Tax Fairness for Americans Abroad, an idea worth fighting for campaign. Thanks for joining us today, Mary Louise. What has happened with the campaign since we last spoke? Thanks, Michelle. Thanks for having me. Since we last spoke in November, I believe, we are making advances. We've had more engagement in the campaign. We're nearing the 10,000 mark for communications to Congress requesting hearings. And that's a really, really positive uh, result. We're really happy to see that. And as a consequence of that, ACA has been following up extensively with meetings. Throughout November and December, we were in offices in the House and began lots of meetings over in the Senate, putting more concentration on the Senate. We are seeing more new legislators becoming interested in the topic. We have a lot of new names that are coming to our attention. We're going in and educating those offices. And that's been a result, obviously, of the campaign because they received communications from constituents in their districts. So that's really good to see that it's getting more broad-based awareness with new names and new faces. In some of the offices, actually, we have requests for callback meetings, second meetings to bring in more staffers in offices and to educate more of those people on the issues. So Everyone should join the campaign. It's really working. We're really seeing results. We're seeing that awareness is growing and it's working. Join the campaign. Hearings seem to be a great idea to highlight the current problems, but can we learn anything new about problems facing the community through them? Most definitely. Hearings will include testimony by organizations like ACA and others working on behalf of Americans overseas, and it will also give the opportunity to individuals to tell their story. But it also opens up an opportunity for organizations such as those representing the business community to provide their input and talk about how the effects of citizenship-based taxation, the current policy, affects beyond the individual. Congressman Holding recently quoted in a Political Pro article about how costly it is for U.S. businesses to send U.S. citizens overseas for jobs and the importance of having those citizens overseas for soft power. These are topic areas that extend beyond how the policy, how the current policy affects an individual, but how the policy affects the U.S. economy and diplomacy in general. So it'll be important to have those perspectives, and that will bring new knowledge and new interest into the problem. Congressman Holding is retiring at the end of 2020. He was a big supporter of tax reform. Does that mean that work on reform will slow down? No, as we noted in our recent update, Congressman Holding will continue to work on tax reform in 2020. It is not a topic that he will move away from. He will continue to be a supporter. However, what his retirement does indicate is that passing residence-based taxation and passing legislation is not up to just one individual or one person. The community needs broad-based support, like the support that ACA has been building in congressional offices 
basically since the passage of the Tax Cuts and Job Act, when we noted that this community, the American overseas communities, tax issues had not been addressed in that legislation. So ACA, through the campaign and through our advocacy efforts, is really helping to build that support. And that's key. Thanks, Mary Louise, for taking the time to share the update on the campaign. We'll include a link to the campaign in our show notes. And now for my interview with Charles Bruce about ACA's updated expat tax services directory. Thanks for joining us today, Charles. You're welcome. I'm happy to be here to talk about one of my favorite subjects. (laughs) Before we go into the details of the new expat tax services directory, let's go into a little backstory. When did the first version of the directory go live online? What was it then and what caused ACA to create it? The original directory was released in 2014, about five years ago. The original population of about 1,900 listers was drawn from information obtained by ACA from the IRS pursuant to a Freedom of Information Act filing. We made a request, and frankly, I was surprised that relatively quickly, we received a response from the IRS, including in electronic format, tens of thousands of names. This was way too much information. We had to cut the list and then cut it again and cut it again to get it down to about 2,000 names. Oddly, we knew of about 50 preparers that for some reason were not on the IRS's list, and so we added those names also. The reason for originally creating the directory, quite simply, was to solve a problem. ACA, for years, had been receiving a large number of requests for recommendations for tax return preparers. These requests came from members, but they came from all over the place. Also, we got questions about how to handle this or that issue on all sorts of tax returns. We didn't want to be responsible for recommending particular preparers, and we certainly did not want to go into the business of providing tax advice. But our members and many other people needed some guidance. We knew a large number of return preparers because we bump into them almost on a daily basis at ACA functions and because and because we ourselves prepare and file our own returns. Also, this is a subject, this is a subject like food at school or in the army. Everyone has his or her own opinion about tax advisors. We decided the best approach was to provide for free the names of return preparers and to give those preparers a place to post information about themselves. Uh, Frankly, it was a big success. Members were happy to have this as a resource. Also, the preparers were happy and overall were drawn closer and closer to ACA as an organization. So that was the original intention. What is the directory and what is it not? Well, quite simply, the online directory is a deep, source of information for anyone, not just Americans abroad, by the way, anyone who is looking for help with preparation and filing of the widest range 
of returns in other forms, including foreign bank account reports, so-called FBARs. Users can search according to the location of the providers, what they do, what the provider does, what they charge, and more. Uh, it's a great place to survey the, uh, the landscape and to uh, do some shopping around. Someone coming to the directory need not be an ACA member, though I'll add that, that that would be nice, and firms listing in the directory need not be an ACA member. Uh, according to the choices the lister makes about uh, the level of their listing uh, and that sort of thing, uh, they can be charged a relatively modest fee. That income essentially covers ACA's cost of creating, keeping current, and operating the directory. ACA does not recommend or in any way vouch for providers. Information about the provider that people see on the site, that information was provided by that party. Um, ACA does not run around and uh, double check that information. Whoever uses the uh, directory is urged to ask the service provider to verify all that information, including information about credentials, things like that. In fact, if you look at the site, and I think it's under frequently asked questions, you'll see some helpful tips on how a user might vet a provider. I understand that the directory has been expanded to include not just return preparers and accountants, but other professional services, such as investment advisors, legal advisors, and others. Can you explain why other professionals have been included in the new directory? Yes, uh, happy to do that. One of the things we learned in operating the directory now for over five years is that users, that is taxpayers, have a large number of questions, not only about preparing and filing tax returns, but also related subjects. For example, expats, uh, someone uh, American living in Europe, say, may have questions about U.S. estate and gift taxes applicable to them as U.S. citizens, because even though they live in Europe, because they're a U.S. citizen, they are exposed to those estate and gift taxes. Also, we got and continue to get many questions from non-U.S. citizens that have assets, like a second home, for example, in the U.S. And since paying income and estate taxes sits right alongside estate planning and planning for the ownership of investments and planning for retirement, we get a steady stream of questions about who can help on these subjects. Also, we noted that the providers, accounting firms, law firms, so forth, frequently do several things, and it's becoming more and more uh, common. They might not simply help prepare returns, but also give legal and accounting advice on these other subjects as well. And as I say, that that's common and it continues. We were not thinking of this at the outset, 
but soon became aware of the range of services and the relationship of one thing to another. The new version of the directory covers a number of related subjects, return preparation, accounting, estate planning, tax compliance issues like voluntary disclosure and FATCA reporting, as well as simple bookkeeping and keeping track of financial accounts. In fact, the last point has been a little surprising to me that there are many people who just want help in keeping track of all of this. It's really a, a large version of bookkeeping. And importantly, some people might be looking for a particular service uh, like FPAR preparation or state tax return preparation. They can come to the directory and dive into it, look at the categories and find exactly what they want uh, in that directory. Can anyone access it or do you need to be an ACA member? Anyone can access it. You don't have to be an ACA member. For visitors to the new directory searching for professional services, what changes can they expect to see? What are the new bells and whistles? Well, the changes, let's see. Well, the first thing is we just mentioned is that the, the categories are expanded. So they'll be able to find not just return preparers, but well, investment advisors, legal advisors, others. It's also not just these categories, but there are also subcategories, and that allows people to hone in on what they're really interested in. A tiny example might be someone might be interested in work for an exempt organization, and so they can look at the return preparers and then look down and find someone who specializes in doing that for exempt organizations. So uh, that becomes very useful, we think. Another thing, this was a bit of a surprise, is that people are interested in mobile-friendly things. So the fact that the directory is mobile-friendly has been a very good addition. I have to say it's amazing how many people, when they're looking for information, work off their smartphone. So we went to a lot of trouble to make the directory easy to use in a number of ways. And there are many new things for listers as well. What comes to mind is that there are very useful ways to maximize social networking and smart so-called search engine optimization. I don't think anybody says that in actual words. I just say SEO optimization. People who are focused on that know exactly what I'm talking about. The number one thing, however, is this. Any lister can help its clients obtain a discounted membership to ACA and with this quick and easy access to a U.S. financial account with the State Department Federal Credit Union. I, I won't drone on about this, as tempting as that may be, mm -hmm. but I'll just say everyone, whether they want to hear more about the uh, directory or not, Everyone should go to the ACA main site and click on SDFCU account and all the information will jump out to you. This is a very, very important thing. And it's probably the most important advancement that ACA has done in years. 
For professionals interested in listing their services in the directory, how do they get started? What's the cost and what are the perks for listing? Well, let's see, it's actually easy. All they need to do is to go to the, the site for the new directory. Just get on that site, I think it's at the top of the home page, and click on advertise with us. Then there are different levels of listing and the person can choose from which level they want to uh, obtain. And also there's some additional options such as the ability to post articles, which is a very popular option. The point is that the lister does everything itself. It gets on the site, it looks at the levels, makes choices, picks things, and then uh, builds the site itself, which is actually surprisingly easy to do. I just want to say that it can all be done in one fell swoop, if you will, to get the listing up and running, and then uh, it can be improved again. In fact, my personal piece of advice to people is get your site up and running as soon as possible, because I think you want to catch the opening of the 2020 tax filing season, which kicks off on January 27. So get your site up and running. Get used to um, how to work with it. Then you can polish it all you want to. And again, I recommend that you do that on a regular basis. Amend it to reflect whatever the latest development is, whatever's uh, the news of the day coming out of the service or coming out of newspapers. And pay attention, very importantly, pay attention to your keywords in that listing and to those uh, SEO optimization points you'll get used to it very, very quickly. Most people are much more with it than uh, you might think. And the costs um, vary according to the, uh, to the levels and the options. Uh, whatever it is, it's remarkably inexpensive. One other thing, there's a very handy uh, video posted right there next to the uh, information about costs and whatnot. And that will take you through uh, the whole subject. I'm um, smiling a little bit to myself because uh, Michelle Yu and Julie <laughs> Sanford, one of my co-editors, uh, did this video and compliments to you. Thank you. If tax reform is passed, will the directory still be needed? Yes. Every time Congress passes tax legislation, large or small, preparing tax returns becomes more complicated and more uh, anxious making. Fiddling with the tax code by Congress drives more and more taxpayers to, uh, to turn to professional return preparers. This is, I think, a sad fact of life, but nevertheless a fact of life. This being said, I highly recommend that individuals not simply hand over the task of preparing these returns to a professional. They have to recall that they are always responsible for the final product, the tax return, when it's filed. People need to acquaint themselves with as much of the detail as possible. They don't need to become masters of that detail, but they shouldn't just ignore and skip it all. I think they should work with a preparer who understands this and who will, in effect, to some extent, teach them the ropes. Will, will the director remain a uh, hot item, even if the rules are changed, even if uh, Congress enacts residency-based taxation? I think in general, yes. The need to file returns probably will not 
simply disappear. The returns will simply become very much shorter and simpler, we hope. But Americans abroad will probably still be taxed on U.S. source income, like the sale of U.S. assets, and they will probably still need to file FBARs. And if there is a big change, the the transition period and the choices that have to be made will be extremely important. So there will, in fact, be a、um, a surge of importance if that sort of change is made. Finally, how do you see the directory evolving over time? My guess, my guess is that the directory will continue to grow in popularity. There will be refinements because, frankly, we have set our cap to constantly improving and upgrading. We want to pump out more general information. We already, under frequently asked questions, give information about how to choose a tax return preparer, care and feeding of your tax return preparer, the ins and outs of this form or that form.、Uh, an important form is the form 2848, where you appoint、uh, someone to represent you with the IRS. The ins and outs of that form we talk about, approaches to extending filing dates, so forth and so forth. All very practical, down-to-earth information. So we're going to do and continue to do work on that. We may provide more help in ongoing education of return preparers. That's not for the users, but that's for our population of listers. We may work more closely with them、uh, on continuing education. We also need to be, and intend to be, active in monitoring. And lobbying on the subject of tax return preparation regulation. This regulation by the IRS and Treasury Department. ACA has its headquarters in Washington D.C. We are constantly advocating in front of Congress, the Treasury Department, the IRS, and other agencies. We are well known and well respected. We know how to do this, and we can speak for Americans abroad. We can say very convincingly, I think, very convincingly that we are very familiar with the return preparation world and all the different players. Thank you, Charles, for taking the time today to chat about ACA's new tax preparer directory. The American Citizens Abroad podcast is a monthly podcast that is published the second Tuesday of each month. It is edited and produced by me, Michelle, and is a product of American Citizens Abroad. You can find us on Twitter at ACA underscore podcast, on Facebook at American Citizens Abroad podcast, or you can email us at podcast at americansabroad dot org. Remember, give us a good rating on Apple Podcasts so other Americans living abroad can find us.